to Nouna Talk, the podcast all about nouns. This is a show where we interview members of the DAO and project builders in the ecosystem. I'm your host, CDT, of the Lost Nouns team, and on today's episode, we're talking with three people trying to accomplish the same thing. Bring the nouns glasses to life in physical form. They each approach building the glasses from a completely different direction, and we definitely get into all that. It was a fun episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. We're excited to talk to, to all three of them today. Uh, do you guys want to jump on and say hi really quick? Yeah. Um, how's it going, everyone? I'm Salvino, uh, working on the luxury version of NAS Glasses. Hey, everybody. This is Clem, and uh, we're working on the functional nouns glasses with the emphasis on the fun part. Hi, all. This is Josh Fisher, and I'm working on uh, free glasses <clears throat> for kids. And ours is actually like a uh, clip-on that, that goes on to prescription glasses. Great. So, I mean, this is really exciting because, uh, I mean an open landscape, an open road to, to build in. And yet, you know, these three projects are kind of attempting to do things in three very different ways. So let's just dive into the first one. Um, Salvino, do you want to go first and just give us, you know, I guess as much of a background of, of, of yourself or how you first heard about nouns and kind of decided to jump into this project? Because, I mean, your Twitter account's not even <laughs> a month old. I checked and and I mean, I, the progress you've made in such a short amount of time is kind of amazing. So can you give us a kind of a quick background as to how this all came to be? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I discovered nouns, actually, I think either uh, through Seneca or um, Punk4156. I can't actually remember. But uh, yeah, saw the project, saw the initial bid um, and uh, was curious, didn't really think much of it. I was like, wow, people have too much money. I mean, 600 ETH is no joke. But uh, just kind of expected it to fizzle out, didn't really take the time to dig into it. Um, but then I kept checking in on it every once in a while. Um, and I've also just been following PFPs in general, uh, PFP projects. Uh, and, you know, I've been lurking in the Discord. Uh, and it slowly dawned on me kind of what Nouns was trying to do and how different it was. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, it just stood out in terms of like the... Uh, the general, I guess, architecture of the protocol. Uh, I think, you know, they, they did something meaningfully different and in terms of getting the incentives right. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, that's it, it, honestly, it's, it's as simple as that. I, I kind of personally wanted to, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to see how I could contribute. Um, and yeah, I think I think what makes nouns different from some of the other PFP projects is just that like the project itself is bottoms up. You know, for for board apes, for punks, um, you know the the ideas that are being executed are top down, whereas with nouns it's bottoms up, and uh, that means you know today there's three different people working on a physical version of nouns classes. Uh, in the future, there could be many more, um, but that's just one instantiation of a product line. There could be you know, thousands, tens of thousands. And that's, that's really special. Um, but yeah, that's initially what drew me to nouns. Um, and so, uh, you know, decided, um, I, I'm actually personally a software engineer. I have no business in making uh, a physical item, but nice. I'm a quick learner. Um, and so 
you know, me and a small group of people decided to, to go after this um, and, and bring something to life. So here we are. That's awesome. Yeah, that was my next question was, was you personally, as much as you want to share about your background, kind of how were you approaching this? How do you, I mean, how do you think your, you know, dev point of view kind of like approach this maybe differently than someone else would? Um, I'm not sure that uh, being a dev gave me any kind of advantage over here. I'm also a product designer. Um, so I, I, I have sort of a vague sense of design. Um, but I mean, other than just like, uh, and, and I, you know, to be fair, I do have some experience building hardware. Like I've, I've uh, you know, built, uh, you know, like small, you know, remote control cars and stuff from scratch and, and you know, have a tinkering background. So, um, and, you know, sunglasses, how hard could it be? Um, turns out it's actually much harder than I thought because the entire, uh, whatever, everything that makes the nouns glasses iconic is precisely what, uh, make it impossible to fit on a human face as probably some of the other speakers here can attest to. Um, but that's what makes it special. And so, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a bit of a challenge, but, uh, it's also really fun. Yeah. So, um, so you join you join the Discord. I I mean I remember about a month ago, uh, several weeks ago, you joining and talking about this, and then pretty quickly you applied through the small grants fund and you got a five ETH. Um, you got five ETH to kind of start the project, and then then what next? And then you kind of you said you got a team together, um, and then. I mean, now the last update you posted, I think this last week, I mean, it sounds like you're pretty close, right? Yeah. So we've made, we've made a ton of progress. We have like the initial specs, um, uh, as far as like the precise measurements, uh, finding manufacturer, uh, to, to make both the frames themselves and then also the two-tone, two-tone lenses. Um, those prototypes are in progress and I'm getting pictures of, uh, of them being made, uh, and I'll, and I'll be sharing those soon. Um, and, uh, yeah. And as far as the team, it's actually the, the two, the two primary people, um, is me and, uh, my girlfriend as well. Um, Senora Armati and, uh, yeah, so we're, we're both sort of, uh, you know, crypto obsessed, and so we, we decided to take this project on together because, uh, you know, we, we were both fascinated by nouns. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, other updates. Yeah, I, th I think the prototypes, the initial prototypes should be here in the next, you know, five to six days or at least ready to ship in the next five to six days. Uh, and then we can um, the plan after that is to is to uh, take some pictures uh, we're, we're getting some, uh, you know, we're getting a professional photographer and uh, some models, putting up a website, and uh, yeah, just lots to do. So one thing that's interesting to me, um, first of all, to clarify, these are just going to be sunglasses, correct? Yeah, yeah. And will there be prescription available for those who have it? You know, because I mean, prescription sunglasses exist. Just curious. That's a, you know, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, as of right now, we're, you know, in the interest of keeping things simple, we're probably just going to do sunglasses. And I think people, uh, with most sunglasses, you, you can, you can just, uh, you can remove the lenses, um, and swap them out with lenses of your own. And so that should be no different. Um, but, uh, the lenses themselves are certified to be used, um, for, you know, everyday wear. So, 
Yeah, can you explain? I, I, um, it's not going to be. It's not probably not going to be easy to keep the two tone feel though. If you're if you're looking for a prescription. Yeah, because I remember you posted in several different places um, about that diagram you had um, about kind of it was like 30% of it in the middle, like, like the circle has to be a certain, like not cover. Can you explain that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, that's, that's actually, uh, something that we discovered <laughs> as we were trying to, um, yeah, just create production lenses and we started working with a manufacturer, but basically there are, and this is not uniform to every country, but some countries have, um, uh, certification requirements. Um, you know, the, uh, center of the lens needs to be the same color for that certification and for that, for, for, um, for the manufacturer to be able to make those lenses and actually sell to consumers. And so, um, but it actually worked out. I mean, you know, I think, you know, normal nouns are, um, half, you know, split down, split down the middle, but, uh, we, we made it more like one third or a little less than one third. Um, and you're still within that certification range. Yeah. Um, what do you think was maybe the most challenging thing about taking this from pixels on a screen, you know, to designing them, uh, for real use? Well, so, yeah, I mean, the, 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 so far, the most challenging thing was just actually finding a manufacturer that, that could do the two-tone lens. Um, we had to like scour the earth, um, you know, got rejected by a ton of lens manufacturers that were willing to do this. I mean, some were willing to do it at like scale. Um, but we needed prototypes to be able to test them in person to make sure that they like feel good. Right. Um, and also we wanted to be able to like take, take, do a photo shoot with, with the glasses on and yeah, and get a feel for them. So really finding that lens manufacturer was a huge pain in the ass. Um, I'm expecting a lot more, uh, yeah, challenging things like moving forward, especially as the, as the frames and the lenses come in, uh, you know, we measured it out with, with, uh, cardboard and, and, um, yeah, cutouts and stuff with, with precise measurements, but you know, that can only go so far. So we'll see what, what happens when these initial prototypes, uh, come in, you know, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully we don't have to do too many iterations before, before these go live. I'm trying to like keep a pretty tight deadline to get these shipped as soon as possible. Um, so I the, I guess another challenge is just the feedback loop with, uh, with this stuff. I mean, you can, you can make, you can make like 3d stuff, right. You can, you can even 3d print it or, or, you know, cardboard cutout, whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're doing that, if you're trying to, you know, make something like a few thousand units or 5,000 units, you need to get a prototype and see what they actually feel like, what the materials like, what the, what it's like to wear. Um, so that, that feedback loop is a huge pain in the ass, especially relative to being, you know, uh, a software engineer where I just hit compile <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, do you wear glasses yourself? Uh, I do have sunglasses. I do not wear prescription glasses. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about... Then, yeah, sorry, go. Yeah, sorry. Um, what about the challenge to turning the round glasses into square frames? Because, I mean, the glasses are like, I, I don't know the exact name, but they are like convex shape, right? They are curved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, making sure that they fit on a human face is, is pretty hard, yeah, because of the nose. Um, 
you know, we, we added a nose brit. We tried a lot of different things. We tried changing the shape of the glasses. We actually tried, I, I, you know, Josh's design is really cool as well. We're, we're actually making a prototype of that version as well. Um, you know, it, uh, you know, where it like bridges or it like, I don't know how to describe it, basically hugs the nose, but then it keeps the square shape. Um, that's, that's, I like that design too. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, we'll see. Uh, every, every, every little compromise kind of takes away from the, uh, the iconic nature of the glasses. So. Yeah. Where it cuts in towards the nose. Um, so, uh, before moving on, uh, to Klim, um, so assuming everything goes well, I remember reading something about, um, you wanting to do kind of a crypto native purchasing process, right. With like a burnable NFT. Is that still the plan or, or, or what's rolled out? Like, how do I get one? How does everyone get one? Do you have cost estimate, anything like that? Yeah, we're still figuring that part out. Um, I think we are going to go with something crypto native, um, versus like a Shopify thing. I think people are just, um, yeah, I, I think people just prefer, you know, going through MetaMask. It's just simpler and it's faster. And it's also, it feels weird to, to, you know, ask for credit card details, <laughs> uh, especially in crypto. So um, we're, we're figuring that out. I, I, uh, we haven't made any decisions yet. What's well, been what's been really cool, by the way, like as we figured out a, a lot, um, as we're figuring out all these decisions is the caliber of folks that have reached out offering to help. Um, it's kind of insane, I think, and, and very underrated about the general nouns community. Um, you know, again, I am a just, just to set the stage here, like, yeah, I created this account a month ago, uh, wanting to, with just an idea, nobody knows who I am. Uh, and since that time, I've been put in touch with just incredible people offering to help bring this to life. You know, um, uh, Benoit, who is, uh, you know, the founder of Artifact, uh, Seneca, he's in the audience right now, Punk4156, some of the founders of Nouns, um, you know, Jack Butcher, like just really incredible people reaching out, offering advice and help uh, thinking through this stuff, which is, which is just crazy. Like, <laughs> I think that's like, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't expect that coming in. That was, I think the biggest surprise as we started to build this out. Um, but uh, I guess I, you know, I didn't really answer your question, but yeah, we're figuring that out, but we have, we have people who are offering uh, help and advice which is which is awesome yeah and i mean that's one of the i mean my personal like very favorite things about this space is that um you know when it comes to anonymity or you know pseudonymity uh, i mean people don't really care if you created your account uh, a month ago or we don't know who you are irl etc like no one asked for a resume no one asks for like your job history it's like best idea wins and i mean or or, or at least you know, all great ideas kind of float to the top and people can kind of attach themselves to those who are actually doing something, right? And so, um, yeah, I think that's amazing. I think that's awesome. Um, totally. Yeah, well, best of luck. And I mean, we'll we'll open this up to um, Q&A at the end. So uh, we'll be able to talk more. And I've been pinning, um, as we've been talking, some of the tweets so people can go in and uh, see the prototypes and what you guys have so far. Uh, yeah, thanks hey, for yeah, totally. Clint, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm a little, a little anxious and a little nervous, <laughs> but uh, pretty much, pretty, pretty happy and excited about a bunch of things, and most of them are nounish. 
so a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Clem. I have a small design, character design and toy production studio that we've been running for about 25 years. Working, started working with major toy companies and now primarily working with small independent creators and small brands and uh, starting to work with a lot of NFT projects, which is its own bag of cats. But I'm most excited right now about nouns ever since David Horvath told me about this project that's CC0. And when we were both in the Twitter spaces, when the, when the, when the, the first noun was released, I, I just couldn't wrap my head around, you know, how you can just release all of your copyrights, you know, and, and let everybody build on, a, on an IP because I come from a space where everything is developed behind closed doors and vaults and hidden major NDAs. You don't share assets. You don't share information. You don't talk to other people, even in your own company. You know, you're not allowed. And this is a completely new thing. I was super excited about it. And the first thing that I saw were those glasses. And because of how my brain works, I always try to merchandise everything. Like, how can this be a thing? And I was like, how could these be wearables? And I just kept thinking about it and thinking about it and just did a couple of doodles. And I saw that image of the people in the movie theater wearing, you know, nouns glasses. I don't know whoever did that. That was genius. And uh, that just kind of set me on a path of, you know, how to make something like this work. And it's like it's it was like a fun, challenging exercise to try to break the monotony of just like doing everyday toy things. Um, and I kind of put that put that presentation board together, which the first one was just like a pencil sketch with like a kid's photo. And, you know, people in the in the in the in the discord respond, responded really positively to it. And, you know, I respond to positive feedback you know, really well. So I'm like, yeah, people like it. Let's see what I can do. And I just started thinking about it more. And then um, David and, and 4156, you know, asked me to help them with the Safubi project. And that experience of working on that project has been just tremendously rewarding creatively. And I just started thinking more about nouns and uh, just kept working on the glasses and, you know, last week I got, you know, I got a note that my proposal got approved. So I just, you know, started working on a little bit more intensely to try to get to a, to the engineering stage, which is the next stage after just kind of brain farting the idea on what it will look like on, on you know, on paper or on a tablet. And yeah. Yeah. So, so it's interesting to me, you know, as a, you're a toy manufacturer. And so, I mean, nouns are, you know, described as, as cartoonish, right. Mm -hmm. In a way. And so, I mean, I feel like if you were to create, you know, the Safubi project to create a, a character wearing nouns glasses, very different than how you approach bringing them into the physical, you know, onto a, to a human. Right. And so yes. how, how, how was that kind of thought process or what was important to you that like, as you're attempting to do this, kind of what was top of mind for you? Uh, the the initial, because like the initial is reaction to seeing those glasses was really strong for me. And like, like, holy shit, this is hilarious, right? And how do you communicate that in a physical product when somebody sees another person wearing that? And the 
like things clicked with for me when um, Orca posted his first test of the AR glasses, and then I sort of did. I, I used that with you know, and 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 was playing around, just making faces at my phone, and what occurred to me was that these work best when they just kind of float a couple of inches off your face and just kind of bounce with your face with a bit of a trail or a delay. So I wanted to sort of play with that idea, which is why I made the glasses extra large and I made, I want to make the, the earpieces and the nose bridge clear. So it does look like it's floating. And it also reminds me of those party glasses from the eighties, which were originally designed by a toy inventor called Marvin glass. Marvin glass was a crazy, wacky dude that created thousands of different toys. He invented the chattering teeth and he invented the big plastic sunglasses. The story goes that he was at a party and he was drunk off his face and some woman wearing glasses, like 70s style sunglasses, was talking at him nonstop, like blah, 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 blah. And he just kept tuning her out. But as he was tuning her out, her glasses kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then he just went back to the office and drew that drew that sketch that later became the the giant sunglasses that everybody that everybody remembers. Yeah, I I find it, I mean, um, so I'm a glasses wearer and it's interesting because I don't know that I could name all the different parts of the glasses, but um but but it's interesting to me that with the three different approaches, right, we've seen them done yeah. so differently. And I know you guys have all talked, but I really love that you you all have branched out into your own projects versus try to collaborate on one perfect way to do it. Because, again, I don't think there is. Right. Um, it's very it's very exciting. Yeah. And, and, and it's like to me, it's refreshing that we kind of we get to chat about what we're doing freely without having to worry about getting robbed, right? Because in the toy industry and in just consumer products in general, there's like a great veil of secrecy. You know, you can't talk to anybody. And, you know, in this case, it was just like, I shared a little bit of stuff that I was doing with Joshua and he's like, oh shit, you know, the magnets are a good idea. And, you know, we are able to just kind of share information to make, make each other's project better because our end goal with this particular brand isn't like margins and financial gain it's to you know explore how you proliferate the project itself you know so it's always it's it's just it's like to me it's just it's it's fascinating it's a fascinating way to work it kind of it's very weird kind of kind of going backwards to my office work where i can't talk to anybody you know what i mean it's it's yeah it's like we're we're totally transparent and open that it's like if anybody has a question about something that they're working on, it's just like, yeah, sure. You know, here, take my assets. Right. It, it, it's and it's 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 unlike any other space that I've ever been in in my entire career. But I mean, as I mean, after 25 years, is that is, is that immediately freeing or do you almost have to force yourself to share, no, right? I have to, I have to fight. I have to fight with myself all the time because it's kind of like, there's always that reaction of, well, because I'm used to just eating shit on a project because like I'm the guy behind the scenes, right? 
I'm like, we always joke that, you know, our next studio is going to be called Secret Sauce because it's like we just have <laughs> it's just like a collection of people that make all of this stuff happen. But nobody knows who it is. Nobody knows how it's done. It's just like, you know, it's the make it cool button, you know. And, and so it like it, working like this is it's it, like I've never been this awake before creatively on anything. And it's just very exciting to me. Yeah. So um so as a designer and you have a studio and I'm sure you have all these tools, you know, at your disposal, um, I see the things you're sharing and I just pinned up the the last one that you tweeted out this morning. Uh, I mean, what's next for, for, for creating this? I mean, uh, do you 3d print or how do you, you know, what's next for getting like a, a real prototype? Uh, so right now this just exists as a 3d model that we're sort of playing around with proportions on you know where does the nose bridge go where the earpieces hang and then i'm slowly starting to think about how we make this at a reasonable cost because my vision for this is what if we we made you know a really nicely tooled set of molds and we were able to produce these at scale for you know for concerts or for stadiums or for events and at a reasonable price meaning like it's like three bucks a piece or two bucks a piece or less. That way we can basically drop ship them to, to our, like we have a warehouse that we use that basically does all fulfillment. We could drop ship them to a warehouse and they could just sit there and let's say there is NFT NYC or NFT Dubai or whatever. And just like somebody from the Dow says, we need to send a thousand sets of glasses over here. You know, so to me, it's like, I want to try yeah. to make this beautiful and I want them I don't want them to be disposable. I want them to be something that people keep and always use as a, you know, as a gag funny thing. Like if you have a new baby, it's just like, you know, you just make faces at them with this thing. It's just, it's just a goofy party prop that you don't throw out. Um, so I would like the next step is figuring out how to make this out of four parts. Well, five parts, which is the earpieces, the, the back and front of the eyeglass frame, and then the, the, um, I'm I'm going to use acetate for the lenses, like a heavy acetate with a screen print on them. And the pattern's going to be screen printed would be like a dot pattern that kind of gets smaller as it goes higher. So, you know, you see a lot more of the white um, just to sort of keep the cost down. And, yeah. uh, you know, just, just try, like, I want these to be fun. I want these to be accessible. Like I want to be able to work with, jo you know, with Joshua on his project and, you know, give a free pair of glasses to the kid that gets free pairs of glasses. Yeah. And, and then also, you know, like, like one of the things that that happened with that project, I started thinking like, well, these are clips. That means that somebody that's not wearing glasses is left out. And then, you know, yes, they're fun. But like, if you're a little kid and you're feeling awkward about wearing glasses, like I was when I was, you know, when I was little, um, it, it would be like a cool thing for your mom to have a pair to just kind of goof around like, yes, that's okay. Um, so that's it. Yeah. So the, the next, the next step is just like figuring out how the thing is going to be engineered, dialing in the 3d models. So everything is kind of scaled to a human head, which means that the, that the frame width is about six inches and just kind of figure out, uh, you know, how to work out the tension so like you could so one size fits all how things snap together and assembly without any screws 
uh, which is which is fairly simple. So once once the the 3D model is done, then we'll take it to our engineering partner and we'll do some CAD studies to figure out the fits and the and the friction and all of the all of the uh, engineering for tooling, and then we could start getting pricing on what is it going to cost to cut a steel mold. And yeah, so 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 one of the things I liked from your um, I think it was in your discourse post. Uh, that I pinned up as well. I think it's two posts back um, where, where you kind of talked about a use case for them. Um, so where Salvinos, you know, are going to be maybe more like made to order, right? You're, you're, you're kind of talking about in the post, I could see these at, you know, uh, the Vayner conference or the Super Bowl or something like that, right? Yep. Yep. Kind, you know, kind of like New Year's glasses or, 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 you know, some of those places. So when you do that, and I know Josh's, we'll talk to next, but uh, has a clip on. But if, but if you're doing not made to order, right, and not clip on, you know, you're, you're, you're predetermining, but also mass producing literal glasses that are going to fit a face. So is it just one relatively, quote unquote, average medium head, one size fits all? Or do you just make like a small, medium, large? You know, how does how does sizing work in that way? There's, there's, a little, so there's a little bit of flexibility. Like if you look at the 3D glasses that are given out at like theaters for like the premiere of the Avengers or like Wonder Woman or something like that, it's yeah, the kids glasses are smaller, but for the most part, they're all the same size with a little bit of tension and flexibility in the material. Got it. Yeah. No, you know, and, and, and it's not, you know, it, it's, it's not a, you know, it's like, if you're going to wear a pair of paper glasses, they're just going to fall off your face. So there's always a bit of a trade-off where, you know, it's, it's kind of like you have to suspend your expectations at a certain point. And I mean, we could explore minimal incremental changes in the width, but like at what cost? And then what happens if you have a warehouse full of larges and somebody just wants one small, like we yeah. like these things, like, because we would be producing it. Yeah. And, and essentially like I'm the client and you can, we order, we, we'd order them from the factory and, you know, we can, we can limit production. We could say, okay, so we're going to make a, for new year's Eve, we're going to make a thousand blinged out Chrome ones. And that's going to be just 1000 pieces. They're going to, they're going to, it's going to take 45 days to produce them, 45 days to ship them. And then we're going to have a drop date and it's going to be a thousand pieces. Maybe we can tie in some sort of a release party, NFT, PO, Pope, whatever. And then that piece itself becomes a collectible toy. You know, we're not, you know, we, we, we can control the colors. We can control the, uh, the quantities too. It's just, you know, there's still a minimum, minimum order, but because in, you know, in the unique case of the Dow, your goal isn't to try to make something for 30 cents so you can sell for $5. Your goal is to get the $5 value out of that thing, you know, and not extract the pro not necessarily extract the profit. Does that, does that make sense? Yep. Because and like, because in, in, in the, in the, in the normal, in the, in the real world, like if you are a, 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 a create a studio and you're creating an action figure, let's say like, if, if it's a $20 action figure on the shelf at Walmart, that means you have to ship it and sell it to Walmart for 10 bucks, which means that your costs for of goods like to develop, create, produce have to be about two, three bucks a piece. 
And yeah. in this case, you know, in this case, we're not selling to Walmart. I mean, we might not even be selling it at all. It might be a free giveaway or it might be a partnership with Bud Light where they're footing the bill for 20,000 light blue glasses. And we're, you know, we're selling it to them for the three bucks instead of selling it to Walmart for the three bucks. You know what I mean? And then, and then they're getting the value of an entire stadium of people wearing these glasses. And we're getting the value of all of this exposure and nonification and just the photos of an entire stadium of people wearing two color glass, like red versus blue. Yeah. Or, or if, if God forbid, you know, somebody sold Snoop that weed noun and he won't wind up wearing weed, the green noun glasses at a concert, you know, and everybody at the show gets a pair of green, you know, or, or, or chromed out gold noggles you know, that would be just a hilarious experience that would probably like be the highlight of everybody's, you know, of everybody's day here. Yeah. And then um, do you want to share really quickly? I just pinned up the tweet um, about your on cyberspace. Oh, okay. You to Josh. Yeah. Yeah. So I am like I'm I've always been struggling, like ever since I discovered NFTs, you know, a year and a half ago, I've been struggling about like how do I fit in? Because I'm not that kind of artist. Like I'm a product designer, I'm a character designer. And like, I don't make a one-off thing. I make, you know, I want to make thousands of things. So I, I, I kind of been kicking around the idea of like what to do, but I'd never really found the, a way to sell my digital toys and digital assets in a way that, that I'm comfortable, which is like a toy store. Right. And then like three weeks ago, Artifact Studios dropped their loot pod and like my entire perception, because I was playing with On Cyber before, but the way they presented the loot pod completely blew my mind. And I saw that as like, that's the place where I'm going to sell my stuff. I'm going to have a gallery. I'm going to have a toy store. I'm going to have an experience place that people can come to and just either check it out and buy, buy my things if they want to play with the things if they, if they don't want to buy it. And, um, so I built, uh, so I bought, um, I bought a loot pod, um, and I tricked it out with all sorts of cool spinning noun glasses and all sorts of artwork. And I made it look super crazy, dope and awesome. And then I hit test and everything crashed everybody's computers because we're still trying to play PS5 cartridges on an Atari in this space. And, uh, so I, I built out the store. Basically, it's selling three-dimensional noun glasses in five different colors, different quantities. Like there's a thousand red ones. There's like 500 blue ones. There's 500 light blue ones, 500 pink ones, like 200 gold ones and 50 chrome ones. And the idea is you buy those glasses. You can spin them around. You could show them in your gallery. You can also stick them on your on-cyber artworks, almost like dig like digital graffiti. Um and at the same time, the downloadable content is upgradable. So right now the downloadable content is I made a sticker sheet with like different noun glasses and different noun faces. And I'm going, I'm like, I'm still testing a 3D print file for the glasses. So basically for like the 0.05 ETH that they're going for, you get the 3D model that you can play with and then a whole bunch of downloadable content that you can print do whatever you want with and my hope is 
that as more and more people get onboarded to the to the to the to the various noun projects like the coloring books and things like that, we can just drop stuff to people to play with. Like my yeah. friend, my friend Mr. Brian has like an he's a school teacher in Japan. He just like threw together like noun animal coloring book and like stuff like that would be perfect to just drop in there for people to enjoy. And you know, it's low cost entry. It's almost like those glasses are like a token and yeah. instead of like instead of being like part of a you know a degenerate ape you know party club or whatever or a ninja assassin game school you're you know you just kind of have access to like all sorts of experiences that are you know at no cost and because it's just a, a folder that we can just drop assets into it doesn't have to cost anybody anything that you know i mean realistically they don't even have to have they don't even have to buy the the ten dollar noun they can just go to Dropbox and pick it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I checked it out earlier. It's really cool. Um, and I just pinned it up there for, for everyone else to go look. Um, thank you for sharing that and yeah. about your progress. Yeah, thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, the space is, sorry, I just, like, the, the space is a little clunky. Like, originally, like, I bought a skin that was, like, all mahogany, and it looked like a high-end retail shop, and everything was great. Uh, but it was crashing out people's phones and crashing out people's computers, so I just left it bare bones. It worked for me. <laughs> so Good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I checked it out uh, today or yesterday, but, yeah, yeah, thank you. Hey, Josh, are you there? Hey. What's up? How's it going? All right, let me throw throw your tweet up. Okay, great. Yeah, I had a bunch of tweets bookmarked, but thank you for making a, a great little thread for us. Um, sure. Yeah, so give us a quick update because, um, sorry, not quick update, <laughs> a quick background. Because yours is kind of a different approach, right? It was kind of the, the, the physical nouns glasses are kind of the, the part two. Of, a, of an early nouns proposal that was something else. So do you want to give us a quick little history there? Sure. So, um, you know, as kind of discussed earlier, the when I first discovered nouns uh, at like noun number three and, and joined SharkDAO, I saw this like really interesting opportunity and thought that, you know, a community treasury is such an interesting idea and, and SharkDAO being, you know, a holder of, of some of the early nouns um, was an opportunity to do something kind of interesting and fun. And and I was inspired by the first nouns DAO proposal being to donate five ETH to six different charities. And, you know, that kind of spoke to me and showed that, you know, this is a group of, of people that, you know, valued doing that type of work. Um, and so as I was trying to think about like ways to work within the ecosystem and, and, and build within nouns, um, I thought of this idea to, you know, do glasses, free glasses for kids. So, you know, there's a company called Fitz Frames who does 3D glasses and they do a, a glasses subscription um, where you can, you know, have this subscription to to your prescription glasses and you know if you uh as you can probably imagine for young children uh they break glasses often they you know their face size changes and, and all these things happen so they look to solve that issue um 
and I had been kind of contacted by this company uh, in the past because they're from my hometown and uh, they were looking, I'm, I'm traditionally I, I manage um, musicians and, and songwriters and I have a publishing company, but they were looking to kind of work with celebrity and, and try to find like people to help uh, expose the program they had. So when nouns came up, I thought this was like a great opportunity to kind of build with them and and like it was the perfect fit for nouns to create you know glasses for kids so the original idea was to uh partner with a a company called well we were there's multiple companies that do this but we have one that we work with called site for all united and they uh are able to identify children in need uh and they go to schools and they uh, test and fit glasses and then fits comes in and supplies the subscription for these kids. So, you know, it's really important. Um, it's actually, you know, I've, I've actually learned a lot about some of these things as I've been working on this project, you know, so many behavioral issues and learning issues ultimately come back to vision. And, you know, if, if a, kid can't see uh it makes learning that much more difficult you know if you're sitting in the back of the class and you can't see the board and a lot of these kids don't know that they can't see um you know they just think that that's normal or then they can't like get this uh information so there's a lot of those things linked so we felt like this was like a really important uh topic to to address and you know nouns dow having such a, a a big treasury felt like a great opportunity to support this this effort. And so the original idea was to fund free glasses for kids and create prescription nouns frames for kids. And so, you know, we set out to do that and through that process, you know, discovered it was a lot more challenging to create prescription glasses that were square and that looked like nouns glasses themselves so there was like you know if you look in the discourse i mean i'm sorry in the discord you can see a lot of the different models that we created along the way but for prescription glasses specifically it's even more difficult because you have like uh you know the shape of the eye and and like where the focal point has to be and so like as we're continuing to work on that problem we kind of transitioned and and, uh, Clem kind of mentioned like he offered like an idea for clip-ons and that kind of sparked an idea of like, or he he had an idea for uh, magnetic clip-ons. And so then like I shared that with Fitz and they created a a more traditional clip-on. So it just like kind of works with their glasses to clip right on the front. Um, And we thought it was really fun. And, And we've been working with that design and we were actually kind of inspired by the jay-z meme that i think goldie created and you can kind of like see the way that it fits on on the face and so that kind of inspired us to to kind of uh create the shape in the way that you see it now and so we've had a a a great run so far we've been able to um test and fit 300 kids at at uh three different schools um and fulfill the prescription glasses for these kids and now we're getting ready to deliver the uh, 
you know, nouns frame clip-ons and we're going to invite them down to the factory and invite the, you know, the news and everybody out there to try to get some additional uh, press for this program. And, and then hopefully, you know, re-up this program and continue going and, you know, get more and more kids in glasses. And- yeah. So who, who created these clip-ons or, or, you know, what role did you play? Um, I've, I've seen different screenshots of like screen of like, you know, Photoshop and different screens. Are, are you designing these or are you working with fits or? I'm working with fits to help okay. try to, uh, like they, they've been submitting designs and, and they have a, a design company that they work with. Um, and so I'm working with them to try to like make sure that it's, you know, nounish. Yeah. Uh, and did you guys, I mean, just iteration wise, I'm not sure how many, you know, uh, different versions you've been through, but ultimately you wanted to keep, you know, the stem off to the left, like Clem did. Yeah. So, you know, originally as we were de- trying to develop the prescription, that wasn't a part of it, but as we like moved into the clip-ons, it felt like that made the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and are these going to be available to the public at all? Or are these only going to be part of this program? You know, kind of a one for one, however many classes you fund for kids, it, it's, it, you know, they get one of these as well. No, I think we're going to end up having these available to the public. Yeah. Um, you know, fits, I think they'll, they'll like, they're kind of like a tie in with the fits. So they're, they're going to fit perfectly on, on fits frames. I don't know how they'll fit on, on other glasses necessarily. Um, but Fitz is a, a, is a really, you know, comfortable glasses. Um, I have a few pairs and I think they're great. And so, you know, I think, um, those are going to be available through their app and, and people will be able to go get those. Nice. And so, um, so what's next for this project? So I think we're pretty much done with the pilot. Uh, and I feel like it's, it's went really good. We've done some, some cool stuff, uh, as far as like, you know, it, it's, uh, it's interesting to think about how do you communicate what nouns is to different age, age groups. And so we've kind of settled in on, on the fact that like for kids, like they're not going to, you know, understand, uh, cryptocurrency maybe, or they're not going to understand, um, some of the, you know, governance rights and those things might be uh, a little over their head. And, And maybe some of the older kids will, and, and we plan on kind of giving some information with the glasses. Um, but I think the next step is to kind of create a little bit more of a, a full experience. So, you know, essentially the way that this works is that they, you know, will take, for instance, like the library at the school and they'll set the uh, optometrists off in one corner and then they'll have like the fits frames uh, representatives in, in another corner doing fittings. And uh, they'll have like a a waiting area where there'll be like some paperwork and things like that. So, you know, the idea is to create an environment that feels nounish for these kids so that like the, the whole kind of vibe is just like, they're, they're introduced to like the whole vibe. And so then like, as they continue, you know, hopefully everyone is able to continue making this project bigger and bigger. And so, you know, it's a way to kind of introduce this feeling to kids. So we're thinking about creating um, 
like cardboard cutouts that have like, you know, one section will be like testing and it'll be, you know, a certain noun or there'll be, uh, you know, fitting and that'll be like another noun. And we're going to have, you know, what we've done so far is like the coloring pages and stickers. But I think we want to increase that stuff as well. So it'll be like maybe the coloring book. It'll be the the cards from Maddie. It'll be, you know, maybe the the Legos from Vodes, the the glasses in some sort of like cool box like you might have got from uh, like a, uh, you know, like a, a prize box or something. Um, some sort of like cool package that these kids can walk away with having like a, a bunch of noun stuff that they can bring home, whether it be like pins or, or those other things. So I think that's, that's like the next step is to kind of increase the the overall branding of these events and ultimately just do more of them. Um, you know, my initial proposal was to, you know, have a percentage of the treasury just go towards this program. And, you know, I would love to see that ultimately be the case, but I think the next step will just be, you know, to ask for, uh, you know, a re-up of this program and, and try to, you know, maybe next time get 3,000 kids or, or some, you know, number like that. Yeah. And and I think the overall uh, kind of emphasis on, on children is really interesting. Um, I'm a parent and um, my oldest is still really young, but they will, you know, if I'm ever on the site or, or watching an auction, um she will she will say that she likes the funny robots like that's how she just like that's the language she has to describe nouns and obviously i don't try to explain any of what's going on but i'm curious how how um and, and just from the pictures and videos i've seen i mean these kids are a little older than than mine but how 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 do you explain or what do you selectively explain about nouns and you know the concept as a whole because um artistically speaking it's really attractive to them you know but conceptually you know like you said none of it will make sense so how do you approach that what have you said Uh, so i mean there really hasn't been that much uh explanation of of what it is i don't think for the for the kids i i did it was a very interesting experience um when i brought the stickers in and i started giving the stickers out and they immediately started putting them on their faces like we didn't ask for kids to do that photo op. They just like took them and put it on their face. And I thought that that was like really interesting and kind of fun. And and I think that the artwork, it just kind of like speaks for itself in its own way. And so I think that for me, it's really about just sharing that artwork and, and kind of like sharing that like overall vibe with kids. And they just, you know, can kind of take it from there. And I think the ones that are, you know, maybe a little older and, and more interested can can kind of dig in more. Um, and, uh, you know, we do plan on, on creating some sort of, like, literature that'll go with it, that'll give some sort of explanation for it. But I don't know that we have the exact language of, of what's the most appropriate way to, to kind of explain it. Sure. Yeah. And if you go a couple of posts back, you can see the pictures that Josh sent over and the tweet of the of the kids putting the stickers on their eyes. It's really cute. Um, yeah, well, thank you. Um, really quick, I went ahead and uh, posted a link to the POAP for this week. Um, so same thing as last week, it's just a Google form where you can put in your, your 
wallet address so we can get you a POAP for, for attending today. Um, and yeah, if anyone wants to come up, say hi to any of these guys, ask further questions or, or just come and talk about any of these projects, just go ahead and request. Um, love to keep talking about this for a little bit if anyone has any more questions or comments. Nobody. We're good. We covered it all 100%. No comments, no questions. Everyone, we did a great job. Yeah, I, uh, I covered everything thoroughly, I guess. Um, okay. Well, if no one has any more questions, we can just end it there. But, um, uh, oh, wait, we got one. There we go. Hey, David. Hey, David, can you can you hear us? Yeah, I just wanted to jump in and quickly say uh, I think it's a very interesting project. Um, I just found out about the Nouns community on Super Bowl Sunday. I've kind of been diving in um, with the time that I have. And uh, it was nice listening in today. I wish you the best of luck with it. It does look like a really cool concept, and I'd love to see it at concerts and uh, Super Bowl games. How did you How did you discover the project specifically? I'm just curious. Discord. Jumped into the Nouns Discord uh, on Super Bowl Sunday after hearing about the collab with Bud Light. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I see you got, uh, I see you have a noun cat. Um, I don't know if you know, but last week we had the, the noun cat project. We, uh, we had the creators um, on this space talking about it last week. I did not catch it last week, but I also see that uh, there's a NARS uh, character up in the listeners group too. And uh, I grabbed one of those and happy to be that's on amazing. that project as well. Uh, his project was on last week as well. Um, so this is our second week doing it. Um, so uh, again, I don't know if you heard at the very beginning, but we're on a project called Lost Nouns, which is just kind of an extension project off the off the primary nouns project. Um, you know, just like NARS or just like Nouncast, right? We're just another one of them. And um, uh, we're hosting these spaces. And every week we want to, you know, interview three different projects within the greater nouns community. Um and this is only our second week doing it. And last week we interviewed NARS and we interviewed uh, the Noun Punks team and the Noun Cats team. So that was the first one. And you're here for week two. Crazy. It looks like I'm uh, jumping in at the right time to, to learn about these awesome uh, new projects and get involved. Yeah, totally. Um, and again, just for those who weren't here before, at the very beginning, another just another reminder: um, we've moved to twelve-hour um, auctions, and so um, lost now in twenty-four. I think ends in like nine or ten hours or so. So we're going to two a day, and eventually, you know, the plan will be. To, I mean, 
just just in uh in trying new things right um we'll go to three a day i i think eventually we'll go to four a day right we want everyone to have these uh we don't want to wait 404 days to get them all out so we'll uh be speeding up kind of the auction pace um at different times so this is only our second day of doing two a day um does anyone else want to come up and say hi or ask a question It's okay if not. I'm not going to do that host thing where I request you to come up and then you have to make a decision. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to. I want to to thank everybody for for joining the this space as well. And amazing projects are what are you doing? Uh, really appreciate the, the hard work of all, all of you guys, and really love your project as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks guys. This is really I mean, I'm a glasses wearer since I was like 10, so I love this. <laughs> I'm really excited personally. Um, yeah, you're going to have three different options. I I really am. Yeah. Yeah, I already have four glasses, so I definitely need more. Uh, um, also, if if anyone is interested in in testing out uh Fitz glasses, uh I can provide you can DM me on on uh or just like at me on Twitter or something and I can get you guys some codes um for for discount codes from fits and you know we can kind of uh provide some of the people who are paying attention that type of opportunity to try it out awesome um so this space is recorded you know i mean i know a lot of people can't make this time we're experimenting if this is not ideal let us know we're trying to support a lot of different time zones um well really we're trying to support every time zone because it's such a global community But this space, if you go back to this exact same space link, once we end it, um, that's where the recording is. So um, if you want to share it with either, you know, people who, who reached out and were interested, but didn't either follow us or know that this was happening, don't worry. You know, just like a podcast, this is just all being recorded and you can listen back to it. Um, but once again, uh, thanks, Josh. Thanks, Salvina. Thanks, Clem, for, for coming on. And yeah. Uh, um, and talking to us about your projects and we'll keep up for uh with updates in the discord and uh yeah thanks guys thanks for having us thank awesome. you so much See you guys. yeah all right we'll talk soon bye guys